Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things customer service, marketing, and communications in the K-12 education space. I'm Veronica V. Sofer, a K-12 communications expert with more than two decades in the industry, and I'm your host. Communications is at the heart of everything in education, and I'm committed to bringing on innovative, passionate, and successful experts that are going to teach you how to level up your district's visibility and impact. So whether you're an education leader, teacher, school marketer, or anything in between, Saturday Soundbites is your go-to for information, insight, and sometimes a good laugh. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to get even more tips and tools and to see some of the powerful resources and courses I've created for educators. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer. Thrilled to be here with you again on Saturday Soundbites because we talk about all things visibility strategy, advertising, marketing, communication, networking, mindset, all those things you need to do to have a successful business. And I've got a great guest for you today. You're going to absolutely love this author that I'm going to introduce you to. So let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. And if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, drop us some comments and my guest and I will be sure to circle back and connect with you. So we will go ahead and get this episode started. Let me introduce to you the amazing Shalia Reed. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Saturday. Listen. So many things have happened and it's still early. That's right. That's exactly right. And we appreciate everybody tuning into us live. So Shalia, I, um, first of all, let me just say, I love your book and I was so excited at the opportunity to have you on as a guest. I'm going to go ahead and make sure all of our viewers see it. It's do you the audacity to live a bold and authentic life. Shalia, let's talk about this girl. Yeah, I believe it. You know, my shirt here says the rules are fake. Yep. I got my shirt. Your shirt says, do you. And ultimately, my reminder for everyone is you have everything you need inside of you to like live a successful life. Um, You don't have to someone else wants you to be. You don't have to be like someone else. You really just need to simply do you. I mean, it's it's simple. Do you. That's right. I love it. And, you know. Um, when I got a copy of the book, I had two copies and I had them on the table. And one of my daughters goes, is this like a Nike thing? And I was like, no, but it's a simple reminder that it's, that that's what, that's what it's about, right? You don't need a lot of words to remind us that that's what it's about. And so literally now I've got two teenage girls walking around the house going, do you boo, do you boo? (laughs) And I'm like, Hey, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So um, what's funny is that when, when I was working on the book, I, I kept thinking about what it would be called. I thought about, you know, a bold and authentic life. I thought about shine. I mean, I, I'm rich. There's some chapter names that I thought about. But at the end of the day, I just put do you at the top, like as a placeholder, and it stuck. And at the end of the day, every every chapter in the book is designed to tell you a story about how you simply um, do you, right? How you set the rules, set the context. Ultimately, you set the strategy and the goal of what's going to happen. You're in, you're in control and you really have all the tools. So do you works? I mean, do you boo works too? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sofa girl, girls like that. Yeah. Yes. Do you. All right. So Shalia, let's talk a little bit about putting the book together. You talked about uh, the different title names that you had. How does an author actually sit down and organize that? Because I think a lot of women 
especially those listening to the podcast, might have a great book idea in their mind, but they're not quite sure how to get it out into the world. Yeah, so I, I'm looking for the, the 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 example too of how you sit down, write it, and like, you know, produce it. In my mind, I thought that, oh, I'm gonna write a book according to my young father, I've been planning to write a book for the last 40 years of my life. Okay. I don't know that to be true, but that's what he says. And so I think I envision going to a cabin, you know, being surrounded by the mountains and not being um, interrupted and just typing away. That's not how it happened. <laughs> In fact, um, I really don't know when I found the time to write a book. I mean, I have a busy job. I have two children under three. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I have all of these other social obligations. But what I found is that I do take notes in my phone. And I take notes everywhere I go. I take church notes. I take notes when I hear a speaker. I take notes in a meeting. And in my notes section, they're simply just thoughts. And then I'll add context. Uh, at some point, I started journaling in my phone um, because it was easier than trying to write in a journal. Mm -hmm. And I realized that like, it's it's faster for me to get it out. And And so what I found is that doing it on my phone was the easiest way. And so I started just putting thoughts together. Um, and it, it started because Veronica, I have these one-liners mm -hmm. similar to do you I have yes. several one-liners. Many of them haven't even made this book, but you know, things like do you, or I'll say I'm rich or I'll say stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. And people love them and they gravitate towards them or they'll remind me too. They'll say, Oh yeah, stay ready. And, but there are other people who really don't know what it means mm -hmm. or with that. And so what I found is that I started taking notes around those, those same themes and those themes then became stories and mm -hmm. everyone loves a good story. Everyone loves, you know, Ooh, tell me what happened. Did you, you know, where's the drama in the story? And then at the end, you know, the conclusion. And I, I realized I'm a storyteller. Yes. And, um, People like to hear my stories and I thought we'll put them together and add that with the one-liners and, and here you go. So I would tell, you know, anyone who's thinking about writing a book, just start somewhere. Don't yeah. think that you have to go to this writing. Don't think you have to, you know, write it on paper. Do what's best for you. And for me, that was writing in my notes. Now, I know there are other authors who voiced messaged, oh, you know, wow. like when yeah, they yeah. voiced their thoughts, you know, and then later came back and cleaned them up. That works too. Yeah, that's a great idea. You just have to get it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a perfectionist at all. I don't even <laughs> pretend I'm a get it done person. And what I realized is that so I stopped myself because I don't have a full plan. Mm -hmm. But it, I said, okay, here, I want to do a book. Let me just get it out. And so I just threw it on in the note section and, and I later on dealt with the editing in the format. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that commitment to just getting it out there. And that's actually part of the, you know, be bold um, part of the book is really taking action because we have these great ideas. And mm -hmm. I read that consistently. We have, you might get an inspiration from somewhere, but it's that last step of taking action, mm -hmm. which oftentimes is what hurts us the most, I think, in life because we overthink it, overanalyze it. And I love where you just... Um, and, you know, you guide people to just um, don't think about that. Like, let that part go. Mm -hmm. And you just said it right now, too. You're not a perfectionist. You're just a doer. The mm -hmm. doing part is where the power lies. That is. It's true. Now, don't get me wrong. I like things to be done <laughs> a certain way. I'm very particular. But what I realize is, like, 
we we want it perfect. We want everything planned out. We want to, you know, already come with a plan to address the haters and the naysayers. We all want to make sure we figure out how we're going to make all the money. And because we get caught up in those things, we never get it done. I read a meme the other day that said, sis, don't let it die. Don't let this great idea die in your notes, um, in your notes on your phone. And I thought, well, I mean, many of us, right. whether it's notes or or the notes that we write on the back of a napkin, or, you know, when we're sitting in the meeting doodling, you know, that we, those are great ideas, but we let them die because we can't see them all the way to the end. And I think that that's one of the things that for me is you really don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. So do it now. Yes. The plan fall apart. Um, and, and one of the things I realized is people, when I'm reading a book, Veronica, no matter whose it is, whether it's Jill Seiler's, whether it's Brene Brown's, whether it is Terry McMillan's book, right? I am circling, I'm highlighting, you know, I'm going back to my notes. And Girl, yep, I got my- <laughs> I'm taking pictures, I have screenshots of pages and then I'm highlighting on the pages. So I realized people um, need to be one with the book mm. and just write a book that was thick and had, you know, all of these words without there being a place for people to have an opportunity to reflect and make it their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a teacher by, by nature. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why, but I, I'm a teacher and a thought partner for people. And mm-hmm. I realize I need people to be able to digest this in a way that makes it simple, simple for them and something that makes it meaningful for mm-hmm. them. So you'll see in the book, there are places where you're supposed yes. to, and I ask you hard questions or I say, oh, well, what about this? Yeah, let's think about that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, what do you think about this? And and what about your life? Because mm-hmm. my life is mine. But how does mm-hmm. this apply to you? What mm-hmm. can you yeah. yeah. And that, and I think that's the power, right? When we intentionally pause, when you've consumed something that's like, aha, and you've got this great realization or maybe even a validation of where you're at in your life. And then you have a moment to write it down because the author has strategically designed time for Mm -hmm. reflection. I mean, think about it. That's what happens in the classroom. Teachers design time for reflection, but are we designing time when we're reading as adults um, in our own professional learning and growth? Are we designing time for reflection? So I, I love how you did that in the book. I think that's really, really powerful. Thank you. I blame my book club. You know, I have a book club, book club, Initially, we're calling ourselves a book club over the last five years, but there's been a group of women who've gotten together and and talked about the books and socialized them, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't even get to the book because we end up talking about one one little character, one thing that happened, and then we end up, boom, moving and talking about our husbands or we're talking about, about, you know, anything. Sometimes we end up talking about thrifting and who knows? Um, but what I realized is people need to talk about what happened. Yes. And I couldn't, I said I was a storyteller, but I'm also really, I'm going to call myself a coach where I want to talk to you. Let's, let's, yeah. let's dialogue about Maybe I'm feeling like a little Ayala Van Zantis, you know, where she talks and gives you opportunities to talk back. I'm not, I'm not positive, but what I know is that I can't just read something and move on. Yeah. You know, the real, the real, why many shows are are popular is because they have a social side. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about um, I watched Scandal. Oh, Veronica, I was a Scandal fan. I was a white coat gladiator. Mm. And 
I would I, ha, I was lucky enough to work with these young women and we would come back on Fridays because it showed on Thursdays and we would just be like, did you see this? And did you see that? And then it moved to we were texting about it and everybody, you know, had their own life at home and then you text about it um, at the same time. But then what I found is I became a Facebook group member for like the gladiators. Oh, gosh, <laughs> it changed the way I watched the show. Yeah, everybody's opinion was really changing what I was looking at or what I was seeing. And, and I realized, you know, that's where it's at. So yeah. I, I'm i in a scandal group, uh, but, you know, it's no longer showing. Big Brother, huge Big Brother fan. Every time there's a new season, I'm waiting on the context of me getting that. Um, um, Married at First Sight, I follow oh, that yeah. group. Uh, you know, there's so many groups that I follow that, in there, we're having socialization about the storyline. And I think that's the same way I'm, I was hoping people would consume the book where there was a storyline and then they could reflect on it. Yeah. And I, you know, it's not a book you read at one sitting. I know many people have, um, they've just read through it. But the idea is you put it on the shelf and you bring it, you come back and you read it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I and I agree. And I, that's how I prefer to read books, just to consume, because I'm I'm all about the reflection. I'm at an age in my life where ref, I now value reflection. Right, that quiet time, mm -hmm. that downtime, mm -hmm. because sometimes when the noise settles, that's when those thoughts come back to you. And for me, that's powerful. So um, yeah. I absolutely love it. And so, Shalia, you mentioned being a coach. You are also a coach. Other mm -hmm. than um, you know, you have a very important nine to five job. You're raising two young men who are just just the sweetest and cutest little babies you've ever seen. Wife, daughter, and a coach. <laughs> Tell me about your coaching business and what people can expect when they're working with you. So um, I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know it was called coaching. I was the one that, you know, when I get in the car, somebody has texted me and said, hey, call me. I want to I want to run an idea by you. Mm -hmm. um, and then or, you know, somebody said, do you have a second? And you just end up brainstorming and thought partnering or giving feedback on ideas. And one day somebody said, you you know, people, I would pay a thousand dollars to have you as my coach just so I could call you. And I said, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Ultimately, as a, uh, I, I consider myself an identity coach, right? Because that's right. six lines of, of being you, not an executive coach, not a life coach, but a coach that reminds you that you have it. Mm -hmm. How do you put your best foot forward in everything you do to mm -hmm. meet your goals? I, and I think a lot of people uh, have come to me and said, well, I'm really looking about personal branding or I want to like promote my business. And then once we end up talking, Veronica, their their self have or how they feel about themselves or how they think others perceive them has gotten in the way of them even being successful in their business. And so we just really talk through what do you want to do? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? What led and we move those barriers out of the way so that they can put them best their best self forward. Mm -hmm. So that and understand what their strengths are. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I, uh, my parents are divorced. Um, they've been divorced since I was 15 years old and I'm 40 something, right? Um, I've, I've actually, I actually remember both parts of my life when my parents were married and when they weren't. And that's my story. That's mm -hmm. who I am. I can't run from it. I can't hide from it. In fact, it's the spice of life. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a funny thing because my parents spend a lot of time together. You know, we have Christmas together. Um, just the other day, my father called my mother while I was in the same room. And I'm like, what? You know, I can't tell people that. I can't help them to understand what that looks like or feels like. Mind you, my father's been married 
uh, almost 25 years and my mom has also been married. Um, I think though, what, what people need to understand is that's who, that's my life. And so fight against it rather than become embarrassed by it or frustrated. I've learned to embrace it and Mm -hmm. part of my story. Yeah. Who I am. And the things that came along with that have, have ultimately made me a better wife, a better friend, because I have, um, I have, I'm going to call them scars, Mm -hmm. but they're stories and while that's my story someone may have lived with someone who had a drinking problem or there was someone who dealt with their weight right um i'm thinking as i'm talking to you about my hair and how it's probably growing and getting big right so these are some of the things that i'm dealing with but as a coach i remind people some of those things are just human yeah. you can't control them yeah so how do you how do you live in that mm-hmm. you know how do you just let that become part of the story. Yeah. No, I love yeah. that. And that's a really great a distinction between an identity coach and an executive coach who might focus on, you know, your business or another part of it. But at its core, you can't sell yourself or your brand until you are in touch with who you are and comfortable with it. So I think the work that you're doing is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I do hope that, you know, it's changing lives. I've seen the real difference in some people where they, you know, just one session and they're like, oh. I didn't think about it like that. Now they're yeah. walking a little, a little prouder with their head held higher. And they're like, I just didn't even think about it like that. And it's not, it's yeah. like, I'm really like a version of you. I'm holding up a mirror. Yeah. Asking you the hard questions. That's what a good coach does. And folks, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, I have put Shalia's website up there. You can find out all about Do You. You can order your copy there. You can also um, connect with her on coaching. Shalia, how how can people connect with you? What's your preferred way other than your website? Yeah, so if you are looking to learn about, as you, as you mentioned, coaching, or you want to, you, maybe you want, you heard me talk, you want me to talk to your book club or even your organization, Shalia.com has all the details. There's examples of uh, conversations I've had about being authentic and being bold um, right there on the website. In addition, uh, if you think you want to be out, buy a book and, and on it's your preferred method, we're also on Amazon. Just put in Do You Shalia and, and it pops up and uh, you can purchase it there. Either way is an option. Also on Shalia.com, we have merch. Veronica showed you her shirt that yes. says, do you, which is a reminder to the world that you're walking around doing you. My favorite shirt is the rules are fake uh, because simply they are fake. They're not real. Um, and so I, that shirt's there. And there's a few other surprises that'll that'll be there shortly. Um, we have everything you need, whether it's a journal, a book, or just an opportunity to go back and forth. Um, also, I'm on all social media at only the number one and Shalia. That's right. I love it. All right, Shalia, it has been a pleasure having you on. Folks, you have got to connect with her. I've always told her when I grow up, I want to be Shalia because her (laughs) insight and her passion and her power are contagious. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Veronica. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. As always, you can find me at veronicavisofer.com. Please connect with Shalia. All of her contact information and social will be in the show notes. You will not regret it. She is an inspiration and everyone needs to read her book. So with that, I will wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light.